yes, you are in. What is the meaning of life? Ah, oh, what a deep question. I love it. And that's what we're going to tackle on this little mini sesh. So thank you for joining. If worthy, thank you for sharing. Here you go. Now I'm burying, looking head for sand I didn't hear a thing I've got to be, you've got to know Begging you please, bearing my soul I want it all, I can't believe What is the meaning of life? How many of you can answer that? Here's, here's, here's uh, my, my attempt. Uh, a key question that just came to me via my daughter uh, through a gift called Storybook. Not a sponsor, but a very creative gift. So randomly sends you questions, and you put your answer together, and it ends up becoming a book. So here's what I have to say on that. Uh, basically, I said, wow. Uh, we go from, from discussing light to uh, in fun questions to super deep. Too bad I... Don't like super deep questions. That is uh, sarcasm. If you can see it, what is the meaning of life ultimately that you, we, fulfill God's calling for our lives? Now, already some of you bristle. If you're an atheist or even a doubter, you will scoff at that answer. Yet, uh, of course, I'm going to challenge back. If you don't believe in God, then everything is meaningless. Why bother, right? Uh, you're betting on hopelessness. And hopelessness is, is really what is fueling all these mass shootings, divorces, suicides, addictions, overdoses, injustices, etc. And if we don't have a God, then we make ourselves a God. And that is what one calls a narcissist. So... Put that in your uh, atheist pipe for a while and just, just smoke on it. But if we do believe in God, so this is really, obviously this is directed to you that are tuned in or striving to tune in and in a higher calling. Uh, so if you do believe in God, you call yourself a Christian, then you are already told to be ready with an answer. Check 1 Peter 3.15. Do your homework. Read. Get versed in the Word. If you are unsure of the Bible, have you read it? All of it, and as I've challenged before, how can one truly critique anything if they have not read or listened or watched it? Doesn't mean you like it, but a fair point, right? Now, before this sounds like I'm getting too uh, high up on on my, on my pedestal, I, I have made a lot of mistakes. If you tuned into this long enough, you know you know a lot of them. You know a lot of my dirt. In truth. My worst decisions are when I put myself in the center. Please know that. My debt and still paying taxes are due to me not being a good steward for not listening to what the Bible says. Which, by the way, in Proverbs, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. Check Proverbs 22.7. So I'm paying the price. And so does my family in a way for me being self-centered in wanting more. Well, back then. The dumbest, the dumbest and most hurtful things 
I have said, or when I was self-centered. For the tongue reflects the heart. You want to know where someone is? You want to know where their heart is? The tongue reflects the heart. Check Matt 15, 18. And unfortunately, your mom, well, again, remember, I'm writing this to my daughter, but my wife once rated me the one of the worst boyfriends in the world. So, well, we've been married now 27 years. So obviously I've rallied some of this, uh, actually a lot of this works. So meaning of life. Okay, back to hope, back to hope. As I've wrestled with my stubbornness and selfishness and ignorance, I also decided to study the Bible more. My wife dragged me back to church, your mom, to uh, the first small group, and I guess I'm a slow learner. And as much as I have laments, there is serious hope in Jesus and those that follow him, including discovering the meaning of life. Romans 8.1 says, there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. That is an amazing promise. Another amazing promise, Romans 8.28 says that God will use all things, bad or good. Think of the bad things in your life. God will use all things, good or bad, to end up being good for those that seek him. In other words, all your mistakes and stupid things, God can use them if you seek him. He'll make lemonade out of your lemons. So bigger picture, again, meaning of life. God designed you and me with unique strengths and gifts. For you, for you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. Wonderful. I know that full well. Your eyes, your eyes, excuse me, saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So sorry for that choppy reading, but if you'd like that one, check Psalm 139, 13 through 18. He also designed us with certain weaknesses with purpose. You've ever thought of that before? Part of the test is leaning on others that have strengths to help counter your weaknesses. Think about it. You have a cavity, you go to a dentist. If you're struggling mentally, then you probably should see a therapist or a counselor, right? If you're out of shape, you see a trainer. Okay, you get the point. That builds community. It also helps us determine our our meaning again of what strengths do we have? How can we use that opportunities to serve one another? So again, if you're bad with money and budgets, then you best marry an accountant type or hire one, right? Side note, study marriages for more. For most opposite, attract. And for the scientific peeps reading this chapter, by chance, or at least, I'm sorry, listening to it, Language of God by Dr. Francis Collins was a major game changer for me. Dr. Collins is a former atheist that helped define the human genome, him and his team, a.k.a. the DNA that defines your body and my body. It is a code an intricate, beautiful code of billions of characters. And that code was a tipping point for Dr. Collins. But here's the capper. Altruism. 
altruism was the capper. If everything is meaningless, why do many of us want to do good for others? Why do we want justice, especially for the ones that we don't even know? Why are we wired for love and for loving others, especially when survival of the fittest should rule with evolution? The answer is altruism. And if you've never heard that word before, here's the definition. The belief in or practice of disinterested or selfless concern for the well-being of others. Some may choose to work with vulnerable elderly people out of altruism. Similar words are unselfishness, selflessness, self-sacrifices, self-denial, consideration. Jesus is about selflessness and altruism, if you really think about it. A religious expert, as I do in my quotation marks, once attempted to trap Jesus in asking, what are the greatest commandments? Check Matt 22, 36 through 40. And his reply was, teacher, or excuse me, first of all, it was the question, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment and the purpose, by the way, for your life. Sorry, paraphrased. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Think about that. Meaning of life. There you go right there. Love God. Love others. Everything. Everything you are trying to do right and, and posting up on social media, it all hangs on those two above. I mean, there's a certain thing that you're passionate about, a particular particular uh, political movement. Everything hangs on those first two. So for your meaning of life, how are you doing with those first two? Loving your God, your creator and designer with all your heart, soul, and mind first. Next, love and serve others, including the ones you don't like. Think about that. The ones you don't agree with, think about that. So hard. So counterintuitive as to the ways of the world, right? Yet your heart will be fullest when you love God and serve others, especially with your strengths. And most important, probably should have started with this, understanding eternal life as part of meaning of life. Understanding that uh, the, the, that prom, what was promised, you choose. And if above makes sense, there is even better news. God just didn't create you for the here and now to serve on this broken planet. For this life is a blip. It says you're, in a, you're almost like a mist. Here and there, gone. But it is a test to see if you figure out above. It is a test to see if you want eternal life and will serve there as well as you did here. Check John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So whether you are an atheist or not, I bet we all can agree that this broken planet is definitely screwed up. And I understand and empathize with the doubters on eternal life. 
Yet, again, will you be open to science and math? Towards the end of uh, 2021, Friday's podcast did a two-part series on what happens when you die. Did you know Gallup? Yes, that Gallup, the authenticated polling company used in the news, has over 13 million documented cases of people that flatlined and went out of their body, witnessed conversations down the hall or a certain shoe up on the roof, and then came back to talk about it. It's crazy. It's crazy wild stuff that one would probably see in a movie. But it's for you to further study and decide. And, and side note, if you think there are multiple paths to heaven, eternal life, there is a verse that haunts me on that exact thought. It's John 14, 6. And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father except through me. So, Either Jesus is absolutely right or a lunatic. Study his words and you'll understand why, in a few billion more, choose his path. So what is the meaning of life? To choose eternal life via Jesus. To really tune into your creator each day and keep asking, why am I here? What do you want me to do today? And of course, programs like gtsurf.org can help you map that. Strive to live this life with a full heart, for your heart will be more full and overflowing the more you get Jesus and his teachings involved. Now go, love God, serve others. If you're more curious on any of this, hit us up at the frydudes.com contact us page, and we'll get you connected with the group that can further encourage you and build you up for we are in the hope in the encouragement business we are all about finding and living a truly meaningful